You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Hey, welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast. This is Mike. And hey, we're picking up a whole new book of the Bible today. It's always fun when we can kind of close the lid on, an, on a one book and start a new one. But you know what? We're starting today in the book of Acts. And Acts was written by Luke, which is the book we just finished. And Acts is basically the sequel to the book of Luke. Luke, part two, the Lukening. Acts, uh, the book of Acts, A-C-T-S, is short for the Acts of the Apostles. Like, if you remember at the end of the book of Luke, Jesus ascended to heaven and the apostles were left by themselves, right? So, now what? Right? So, the the believers, what what, what, what are they supposed to do? (laughs) That's where Luke is going. And uh, Luke's a great writer, so I'll let him explain. Uh, But you'll see here in the opening sentence in the book of Acts that Luke is writing to Theophilus. Now, that's Greek for lover of God, and it could have been a real person with that name. Uh, It could be a title that he's giving to anyone who's reading this and who loves God reading this book. I'm not sure, but uh, either way, this book is for someone who loves God and knows that love is an action. Love drives us to act. So, let's start Acts chapter 1. And two. The first book I wrote, Theophilus, concerned all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day in which he was received up, after he had given commandment through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. To these he also showed himself alive after he suffered, by many proofs appearing to them over a period of forty days and speaking about God's kingdom. Being assembled together with them, he commanded them, Don't depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which you heard from me. For John indeed baptized in water, but you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you now restoring the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It isn't for you to know the times or season which the Father has set within his own authority, but... You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. When he had said these things, as they were looking, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. While they were looking steadfastly into the sky as he went, two men stood by them in white clothing who also said, You! Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into the sky? This Jesus, who was received up from you into the sky, will come back in the same way as you saw him going into the sky. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mountain called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. When they had come in, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. That is, Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas, the son of James. 
All these with one accord continued steadfastly in prayer and supplication, along with the women, and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. In these days, Peter stood up in the middle of the disciples, and the number of names was about 120, and said, Brothers, it was necessary that the scripture should be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who was guide to those who took Jesus. For he was counted with us and received his portion in this ministry. Now, this man obtained a field with the reward for his wickedness, and falling headlong, his body burst open and all his intestines gushed out. It became known to everyone who lived in Jerusalem that in their language, that field was called Akeldama, that is, the field of blood. Peter continued, For it's written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be made desolate, let no one dwell in it, and let another take his office. Of the men, therefore, who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to the day that he was received up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. They put forward two, Joseph, called Barsabbas, who is also called Justice, and Matthias. They prayed and said, You, Lord, you who know the hearts of all men, show which one of these you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas fell away that he might go to his own place. They drew lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was counted with the eleven apostles. Now, when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly, there came from the sky a sound like the rushing of a mighty wind, and it filled all of the house where they were sitting. Tongues like fire appeared and were distributed to them, and one sat on each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other languages as the Spirit gave them the ability to speak. Now, there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under the sky. When this sound was heard, the multitude came together and were bewildered because everyone heard them speaking in his own language. They were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Aren't all these who speak Galileans? How do we hear everyone in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, the people from Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontius, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, the parts of Libya around Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them speaking in our language the mighty works of God. (laughs) They were all amazed and were perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? Others, mocking, said, <laughs> eh, they're just filled with new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted his voice and spoke out to them, You men of Judea, and all of you who dwell at Jerusalem, <laughs> let this be known to you, and listen to my words, for these aren't drunken, as you suppose, seeing it's only the third hour of the day. But this is what's been spoken through the prophet Joel. It will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit On all flesh, your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. Yes, 
and on my servants and on my handmaidens in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they will prophesy. I'll show wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth beneath, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness, and the moon turned into blood, before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes. It will be that whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved by God to you by mighty works and wonders and signs which God did by him among you, even as you yourselves know, him being delivered up by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God. You have taken by the hand of lawless men, crucified and killed, whom God raised up, having freed him from the agony of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh also will dwell in hope, because you will not leave my soul in Hades, neither will you allow your Holy One to see decay. You made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may tell you freely of the patriarch David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Therefore, being a prophet... And knowing that God has sworn an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne, he, foreseeing this, spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that his soul wasn't left in Hades and his flesh didn't see decay. This Jesus God raised up, to which we were all witnesses, being therefore Exalted by the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this which you now see and hear. For David didn't ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit by my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Let all the house of Israel therefore know, certainly, that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promises to you and to your children and to all who are far off, even as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. With many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. They were added that day about three thousand souls. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and prayer. Fear came on every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They sold their possessions and goods and distributed to all, according as anyone had need, day by day continuing steadfastly with one accord in the temple and breaking bread at home, 
They took their food with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. The Lord added to the assembly day by day those who were being saved. I titled this episode, Here Comes the Bride, because what we read today is the start of the church, which elsewhere is called the Bride of Christ. Christ is the founder of the church. He thought it was the best idea for his believers to get together and form one body. It's like a marriage, and today's reading was the wedding. We, the church, should be physically getting together and sharing what we have, praising God together, and having favor with our communities, being a community. It's very popular to want to be a part of an Acts 2 church, but it's not very popular to want to be an Acts 2 believer. That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.